Marilyn Monroe once said, sometimes good things fall apart, so better things can fall together. What's up, Collective? This is Nina. I'm your host of the Collective Culture Podcast. And if you're new, thank you for checking it out. I hope that you stick around. If you're not new and you're returning, I appreciate your continued support. And before we get into this, I want to ask you guys a question. Um, I've been thinking about changing the name of my brand. I know, crazy, crazy. Um, the collective culture, I mean, which would also change probably the name of this podcast. I'm on the fence. If you guys have any ideas or suggestions or if you think it's crazy that I change it, just uh, hit me up at media.collectiveculture at gmail. The link is down in the description of this episode. But yeah, I've been kind of thinking about it lately. Um, so let me know. Also, if you check out my link tree, you will find my photography and my abstract art. I've got new pieces coming up soon. Uh, new comp- commission pieces that I've done. I'm also going to be recommending a book on this episode towards the end and a song. So stay tuned for that. And we're going to get right into this because I feel like this is a heavy topic, uh, but it's one I've pretty experienced in, uh, which most people are. There's not, I don't think, one human in this world who hasn't suffered some kind of heartbreak. But it's never really talked about, and as you know, if you're a recurring listener, I talk about things that we don't talk about. Um, Now, I have done some kind of mushy love-related episodes many times, and I think I've even geared one towards this topic. But as you guys know, if you are continued supporters of this podcast, you will know that I'm very transparent. And uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode is because, yes, I've absolutely experienced a heartbreak. And I actually have experienced it in not just romantic relationships, but friendships, um, death, you know, um, all kinds of things um, or all kinds of experiences with it. I actually just kind of experienced, uh, I guess a mild heartbreak. I don't know. I don't even know if heartbreaks can be mild, but, um, it wasn't something that I couldn't deal with. And like most emotional things, I deal with them pretty well for the most part. Um, some things I don't, some things I do, you know, I'm human, but today on this episode, um, I'm going to be going through a list of Uh, facts that happen um, to us when we are experiencing a broken heart and I'm going to go through them and let you guys know my thoughts if I went through this and maybe some tips and suggestions and maybe some some advice so think of this as like girl talk Um, if you're a dude listening to this I mean you know just just listen maybe you'll learn something about females and heartbreak Um, or maybe you can just relate in general. So, uh, before I get into it, I did want to mention the song that I'm going to list 
in the description and if you check out my social media platforms i'm going to put the link to the song in there as well but the song is called oddly enough when a heart breaks by ben richter it is a song that i can listen to on repeat it's got a really powerful message in the song um so the lyrics speak to me i like ben's voice it's it's very soothing especially when you're in a down place emotionally it's a beautiful song and i can honestly like i said listen to it on repeat for hours and hours and it's not just about like breaking up and breakups and so it's just in general it's a like i said it's a powerful song and it speaks to I think all of us in different ways when it comes to being brokenhearted. So check that out. Uh, ben Richter has a lot of other great songs, um, so just check him out in general. So let's get into these. I got 25 here, 25 uh, facts, if you will, um, about having your heart broken. You know, a broken heart is never fun. It can be tough to cope with and difficult to mend, but sadly happens all the time. There can even be physical symptoms of heartbreak. Chances are you're going through it now or have gone through it in the past. You know, those are scars and sometimes they heal, sometimes they don't. They might be fresh now and they might still be around from 10 years ago. Whether good or bad, you likely came out on the other side different still very few wounds or still very few would wish a broken heart to the worst to their worst enemy it's something that no one wants to experience and i um i haven't gone over this with my son but i think i'm going to because he's a teenager and he's probably really soon going to experience um you know, liking people and having crushes and, and even getting his hopes up for things, you know, uh, in a, in a, on a different level as a teenager. And I feel like teenagers, especially and, and young adults, uh, experience heartbreak differently than people who are like my age or in their forties. Um, it doesn't make it any easier when you're older, <laughs> just so you guys know, if you are young and you're listening to this, it do- doesn't make them easier. Uh, I think I'm, way more emotionally mature obviously but it still sucks you know so number 25 is breakups can trigger depression yes because breakups directly affect a person's self-esteem and can be humiliating it has a greater likelihood of causing depression than if you had a breakup from the death of a loved one um well yeah i mean because death is it's finite right it's you're never going to see that person again and if it's not a death and it's a romantic breakup or a friendship breakup you're going to see that person you're going to hear about that person especially on social media um if it's a romantic partner you might see them move on so it could definitely put you in a state of depression now have i gone through this i mean i would be a liar if i said i never felt signs of depression of course I feel like it's just it's just a feeling like sadness um uh some people will say it's a diagnosis i don't agree with that but you know i digress 
I don't know that depression is the word. I feel like depression is a strong um, way to describe what I went through. I don't know if I necessarily went through a depression necessarily other than like a depressing time. Meaning, you know, I mean, as, as long as it took me to move on, yes. I mean, as far as like that relationship goes, it was depressing. I don't know that I made my whole life depressing because of the relationship ending. And so I know, guys, I'm probably going to gear this episode more towards romantic relationships. But like I said, you can experience heartbreak in all kinds of uh, emotional areas in your life. Um... But going back to feeling depression, I, definitely when I was younger, it, it hit me in a different way. Breakups, loss, things like that, rejection, um, and, and mostly because my self-esteem was shit, so until I actually saw the value in myself. I would hang on to rejection and, and breakups a lot longer. And then when I started living my life more realistically and not so much in my head, I realized that this is just a normal part of life and people grow apart and you know sometimes things, sometimes things work out, sometimes they don't. So if you are experiencing depression like every time something bad happens or anytime you're experiencing a negative emotion, it's probably because of your self-esteem. It's probably where you're at with your confidence in yourself and your value in yourself. And I'm not saying this is the case for everyone, but really look at that. Where is your sense of self? Where are, do you have a lot of insecurities that are taking place of, you know, what your you think are your, your strengths in life and your positive attributes versus your negative ones? But yes, to answer that question, I definitely has experienced depression with heartbreak. Number 24, they're harder on women. According to a study published in the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Health for Women, recovery after a breakup was greatly hindered, if not entirely stalled. As the number of splits increased, the mental health of a woman down spiraled. I mean... They say that the study included 2,137 men and 2,303 women under the age of 65. I guess I would agree with that just because females are more emotional beings. But I know a lot of men and I know, and speaking for my son too, my father as well, I've, I've known a lot of sensitive men. Not that that's a bad thing. Um... I think it's actually really refreshing when a man can be both sensitive and masculine at the same time. But I think humans in general deal with things differently, no matter if you're man or male or female. Um, I have seen my male counterparts move on quicker than me, but does that mean that they were over the relationship or that they're fine and everything's great? No, I don't. I feel like when people move on quickly after a breakup, and I mean from a serious relationship, something that you've been in for a long time, it's just usually because they are dealing with their own demons. Like I said, at, you know, number 20, number 25, 
their own self-worth you know they have to they can't be alone i had an ex who he couldn't be alone and unfortunately i feel like he's still like that to this day and it's it, i don't think it has anything to do with his past breakups i think it just has to do with the fact that he feels a sense of value if he's got someone in his life like a girlfriend i actually have more than one ex <laughs> Uh, and I'm not laughing at that. I mean, I'm just laughing at the situation. But um, I guess, yeah, I guess I would agree with that. Uh, but only because, you know, women are more naturally based emotional beings. Number 23, you might lose weight. The heartbreak diet is real. People do lose weight after breakups. Of course, loss of appetite due to stress is a key factor. According to a uh, study women on average lose five pounds when someone breaks up with them but the breakup has to happen to them rather than the other way around yeah i mean you know and number 22 is you could gain weight so like i mean yes your body goes through your mind and your emotions are not the only thing affected when you're feeling heartbreak i mean of course your body is going to get affected your mind's affected so anything that your mind is doing is what tells your body to react, right? It's what tells your hand to grab the fork and put the bite of food in your mouth, you know? So if your brain is affected, your physical body is absolutely going to be affected. Um, on this spectrum, I would say more often than not, I definitely lose weight during um, heartbreak. Then I, I'm not an emotional eater, which I'm very happy for because I'm... I love food and sometimes I have an unhealthy relationship with food so I'm really glad that I'm on that side of the spectrum where I lose weight but it's still unhealthy because I'll go hours without eating and that's definitely a not a good idea and like I said as I've gotten older I've gotten wiser to heartbreak and understand that I can't put my life on hold because my emotions are going through something. You know, my emotions don't get priority all the time, every day, all day long. And I think that's something that in general, we've lost sight of as a society these days. I, you know, I, I make light of it by calling it the snowflake generation. I'm not trying to offend anybody when I say that, but it's, it's true. A lot of people today can't handle things. They can't handle their own, their own shit. And if you can't handle your own shit, you're definitely not going to be able to handle a breakup. You're definitely not going to be able to handle someone else's shit that they're going to bring into your life by being with them. Or the world's insecurities, the world's problems, the world's challenges, you know. So if you are experiencing these physical ailments like losing weight or gaining weight, you're, you're being unhealthy to your body. And it's just going to bring you down and it's going to put you in this vicious cycle. And it's going to be a lot harder to move on we're gonna skip to number 21 women turn to wine not ice cream while romantic comedies love to show women shoving ice cream in their faces after a breakup a survey of 1300 people found that number one comfort women turned to was wine followed closely by chocolate I I'm gonna say yes the majority probably do this I don't um, I'm not the biggest drinker. I don't really enjoy alcohol that much to turn to, especially when I'm not um, feeling mentally happy. 
I really like, I, if I'm going to drink a glass of wine, I'd rather be in a good mood with good friends or, you know, a love partner. Um, that being said, uh, I have a couple times drank a glass of red wine, just one, uh, while I've been painting, while I've been working. And it, I will say that it makes me more emotional for sure. And I think that's another reason why I just don't really like to drink because I can't, I don't like the feeling of being out of control, even though I can control myself just fine. I'm not like some lush um, when I drink, but I don't like the the outburst and the, the the courage and the liquid courage that I have is negative. I feel like it would it would make me like Texan X or you know what I mean, which is not something I would do sober. Um, and again, like I said, as I've gotten older and, and I've taken on more of a realistic mindset, not like lived in a fantasy world, I've realized that, you know, you got to hold back things just because you're in that place, you're upset. It doesn't mean you should act. It doesn't mean you should, you should take action every time, you know? Number 20, heartbreak can lower your immune system. I was just saying this about your body, right? Your body's going to be jeopardized. Someone breaking up with you can actually make you sick. Prolonged stress can cause inflammation and mess up uh, your gut um, health, which will compromise your immune system. So the key is to manage your stress level. Yes. I mean, that's the key every day, regardless if you're going through a heartbreak or not, is one way to be a content peaceful human which is impossible to strive for every single day every second of every day but you can do it more often than not and that's because you are managing your stress levels stress is a killer and i'm going to tell you guys right now i have heart disease it's completely under control but only because i'm managing my stress level it's only because i am making myself a priority that is under control and i'm managing it so you have to remember that it is, it's, it's heartbreaking, right? That's what we're talking about is heartbreak. And that, that word is not to be taken lightly. It can feel like a death. It can feel like you're being, sh it, that you've been shot, you know, but you have to take care of your body too. So I've, I mean, I've definitely, I don't know that I've gotten sick from a breakup. I mean, I can't remember every single time I've felt heartbreak. Did I get some kind of cold or something? Maybe. Um, but I would agree that this is a possibility just because of the effects on the physical body. Number 19, breakups are like drug withdrawal. Yes. Like I just said, they're very serious. It could feel like a tragedy in every sense of the word. When you're in love, especially, you trigger the same chemical in your body that a drug would, like nicotine and cocaine. Love can become addiction. Um, love can become an addiction. When that love is taken away during a breakup or, you know, losing someone, the symptoms can be similar to a drug, drug withdrawal. Now, this I will definitely... Uh, say that I resonate with because I've actually felt both. I felt drug withdrawal and I felt heartbreak that felt like this. Um, without, you know, telling too much of 
my past on here because as much as I, I strive for transparency, I do have some things that are personal. <laughs> Uh, but I have experienced pain pill uh, withdrawal and it is something else, something I don't ever want to experience again. This was a long time ago and I can safely say that it is something that I never thought that I would ever experience and it's something I don't ever want to experience again. And yes, it absolutely can feel like a drug withdrawal because I have felt that I had the end of 2013 was pretty, pretty horrific uh, for me emotionally. I lost uh, someone who I was very much in love with and I lost my father pretty much within a couple months of each other. So, and it was at the end of 2013. So it was all around like Christmas time. And it was, you know, New Year's, like the, the most depressing time of the year anyway for humans. And I was going through this awful uh, emotional experience. So the, the next year, pretty much all of 2014 was just me basically trying to live, honestly. Um, and I will say that my son and my best friend and her kids really got me through that year because it was tough and it felt like a drug withdrawal. It really did. It felt like I was dying and it took everything I had to, I would wake up 10, 20 times a night. Um, I would wake up in a panic and I spent every minute I could trying not to cry and it was it was difficult so number 19 definitely resonates with me number 18 prepare for intrusive thoughts yes that is probably my number one advice or tip for anyone dealing with a heartbreak um, either now or maybe if you deal with one in the future and you know unfortunately if you have to go to that in the future prepare yourself for your mind to to run amok uh, with your thoughts and being negative and it's gonna get ugly in your head just when you think you're over your ex your brain will hit you like a hammer maybe you smelled something that reminded you of them or you saw a picture of your favorite place to eat whatever it is you won't be able to get it off your mind in these times do everything you can to limit your thoughts and you know there's all kinds of self-help and even meditation that I swear by at the end of the day. And I have actually a whole episode on intrusive thoughts. So go check that out if you want um, kind of hone in on that uh, subject. You've got to be realistic with yourself at the end of the day. You're, you, you think everything, I mean, you think thoughts every second of every day. So if your mind is wrapped around something that, that was very tragic that just happened to you, like a heartbreak or a breakup or, or something like that, it's gonna happen. No matter what self-help you do, no matter how much you work out, no matter, you know, how many like, yoga classes you go to or you hang out with your friends there's going to be a moment in that day when you have to be alone and then the next day and the next day and that's when the intrusive thoughts are going to hit you like a ton of bricks but 
if you are gentle with yourself and something that I do and I talk about this in that intrusive thoughts episode I shut it I shut them down I shut them down as soon as they start to happen I say no I either, I, I even have said it out loud sometimes and does it happen right away no but over time of me shutting it down and me not allowing it it does subside and I can tell you right now they don't happen nearly as often and then when I am dealing with something you know negatively uh, or I might I'm dealing with an emotion that is making me feel negative negatively they're a lot less the intrusive thoughts come up a lot less number 17 your brain might think you're in physical pain and you could and it will make you feel like you're in physical pain um uh, a study by neuroscientists at columbia university found that the brain regions that light up during physical pain will do the same during a breakup or heartbreak researchers disagree on whether this means your brain interprets a breakup as a physical uh painful or not but if anything it sure considers it important enough to kick it into high gear yeah i mean that the 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 you know losing my dad and someone i love at the end of 2013 definitely felt like that for sure um and the heartbreak i just experienced recently felt painful felt painful for sure this one's funny number 16 I mean none of this is funny guys number 16 is you might do crazy things a breakup is like a withdrawal and can mess up your perception of reality and make you do some crazy stuff including Facebook stalking your ex for hours or driving by their house a heartbroken person may obsess and crave another person just like a drug addict uh, would do so I don't know if it, if it takes necessarily a heartbreak to stalk people on Facebook because I think that everybody stalks people on their social media and, and I don't even know if it's like always needs to be described as stalking maybe you just want to check up on people and see how they're doing but when I was younger I will say I did this more for sure and I and I go back to what I said earlier about having the insecurities and the, the self-worth when that was a challenge for me, I would do stupid things. Um, you know, I, I remember I called an ex like 10 times in a row one time and just, oddly enough, he answered the phone every single time and was ready to like hear me out and I was just being stupid. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've definitely done these things that I am not proud of and that are very humiliating um but it it was only because of my you know just like my perception of reality you know just like i said i didn't have any perception of reality i was living in a fantasy world where i was not good enough for anyone and i was you know my biggest critic and i was tearing myself down and it was making me react which is a lot of times what happens is we react sometimes we overreact but we are reacting to the situation number 15 you might question your identity relationships change how we think of ourselves when the part of ourselves is broken we may start to question our entire identity researchers at Northwestern University 
published their findings in the personality and social psychology bulletin revealing that it's rather common for people to ask who am i while suffering a broken heart yeah of course you again your perception of reality is skewed but on on the flip side of that it could be changing you like i said earlier a breakup will forever change you for sure and doesn't always have to be negative it could change you for the better it could make you realize what you deserve what you don't deserve and who you want to be in your next relationship or or who do you want to be in life going forward right number 14 heartbreak may be contagious that's interesting a study involving more than 12,000 americans in new england since 1948 concluded that if a friend, family member, or even co-worker suffers a divorce, you have a 75% chance of the same thing happening to you. Crazy. I don't know. I mean, I, I will say that this is possible for sure because um, we're all made up of energy. Um, and of course, if you're close with someone, it could definitely seem like it's contagious in that way. I do know the last several years, especially because of COVID, uh, there's been a lot of hot rise in divorce and breakups. Um, and it was like a collective thing for sure. So, you know, absolutely. Number 13, get ready to lose sleep. Everyone needs a good night's rest and that can't be said enough for someone going through heartbreak. Unfortunately, the emotional distress will likely cause you to stay awake or have a restless sleep. Yeah, I mentioned this earlier, I would wake up like 10 to 20 times a night uh, when I was going through that, you know, and it wasn't just the, the loss of a partner, it was the loss of my father too. And, uh, and oddly enough, everything else in my life was going great. My son was great. My financial um, situation was perfect. I My health was good. I was probably in the best shape of my life. And but my my heart was shattered it was shattered and i did everything i could to try to sleep um meditation was high on that list yoga was high on that list exercise was high on that list um but again guys you you're not gonna escape feeling like shit. okay you're just not especially if you went through something like i did in 2013 and what I just went through recently, like you can't escape feeling badly. You have to feel badly. And I think one of the main reasons why we go through stuff like this is so that we can appreciate so much more happy, you know? Number 12, multiple breakups will leave you jaded. Uh, according to a study by Purdue, the more breakups and heartbreaks we experience, the more we're likely to become jaded about success in relationships, believing it is like it likely isn't in the cards for us. Now, again, guys, this to me screams insecurity, self-worth, self-esteem, all in the crapper. Okay, when you do not value yourself, you know, and yes, you could have gotten broken up with or you dealt with, you know, breakups or loss like a hundred times in your life. But to have that perspective that nothing's ever going to work out for you and that you're never going to find anyone, you're never going to be happy. That's insane. That's insanity. 
you're dealing with self-worth that's the problem that's the issue it's not that you can't find someone or you can't move on from this heartbreak it's your own self-worth and and mind you that could have been the lead to the cause of the breakup sometimes partners don't want to be with someone who doesn't value themselves because they're going to ultimately it's going to hinder the relationship when you are in a place where you don't think you're good enough every second of every day and you're sharing life with someone whether you live with them or not you're going to project that shit onto them and it is definitely going to cause a wedge it's going to start out small the wedge is going to start out small and then it's going to gradually get bigger and bigger and bigger so you always need to be in a good place in a good relationship with you Number 11, it's called heartbreak for a reason. In some cases, breakups can lead to condition that mimics symptoms of a heart attack. Um, there is a cardiopathy or a broken heart syndrome. The condition can happen at any age and is usually a result of someone enduring severe emotional distress. It can happen to both men and women, but it's usually more common among women. And, you know, for a long time, because I didn't really know that I had anything going on with my heart until I was older in my 20s. Um, but I remember being young and having like chest pain. So I don't think that I, I mean, it definitely has gotten worse because of, of stressful situations and heartbreaks for sure. Um, but again, it's going to affect your physical body. Of course it is. Of course it is. Number 10, you can die from a broken heart. As sad as it might sound, you can technically die from a broken heart. After studies of 200 broken heart syndrome patients at the Minneapolis Heart Institute, researchers determined that in patients with other serious medical conditions, the possibility of death was significantly higher than patients who suffer from other heart issues with complications. I mean, yeah, again. This is why I wanted to do this episode because I think, especially now, what's going on collectively in the world, it's scary. I just seen today, I seen all these riots happening and it's, it pisses me off because I hate when humans act like that, but it also breaks my heart that humans act like that. And if I watch the news too much or if I'm on Twitter too much, I can break my own heart with what's going on in the world. And so I have to remember that, you know, my little bubble and my extended bubble is everything good. And if everything's good, I, I have to show, I have to make that a priority and I have to show compassion out to the world and people that are hurting, but I can't let it affect my day in, day out. Because if I do, then I am going to, I'm going to start feeling the heartbreak like it's my own. You know, like I am suffering because of what's going on in the world. And it can feel like that. It really can. But you have to remember, low times in your life need to be taken seriously. Every single time they need to be taken seriously. If you need to make yourself a priority, if you need to feel better emotionally, then do whatever the hell it takes. Do whatever the hell it takes. I've mentioned some things throughout this episode, but 
I mean, number one is you have to take care of you. And I know it's like self-help is such a trend these days. We don't even take it fucking serious now. And it is the most important thing. It is the most important thing. So please, guys, if you're feeling in a low place, if you're if you're heartbroken because of any number of reasons, and you're thinking of damaging your body in some way, drinking alcohol, doing drugs, overeating, um, suicide, these are all causes for concern. These are these are all things that you need to be on high alert and they need to have high priority over everything else even your job even your kids if you are suffering with especially mental illness okay if you are suffering from anything that is that you're numbing by doing other things you have to make yourself a priority you have to number nine you'll overestimate recovery During a breakup, most people think that their grief will last a lifetime or, you know, maybe a few months. But there's good news. In a study of Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, in the Journal of Experiment Social, showed that people often overestimate their recovery and usually recover much faster than they expect to. Well, again, most of this is going to go back to your self-worth. If you do not value yourself, you're going to live in this place of unworthiness. And that is where depression lives, right? That's what we all label as depression. And of course, you're going to think that you're going to be hurt and heartbroken for a lifetime if you're in that place of you don't feel good, right? but you can move on. You don't need 10 self-help books. You don't need to go out to the club and find another dude. You just need to heal. And you decide how long that's going to take. Recovery might be as simple as believing is number eight. Psychologists from the University of Colorado in Boulder did a study and found that positive expectations and belief can help improve recovery from heartbreak. MRI data showed it helps your brain deal with the problem. In other words, living in a negative in negative thoughts only perpetuates the heartbreak. I mean, yeah, I've said this already. Uh, but again, you have to be realistic, okay? Realism is in my definition is not living in some fantasy where it's absolutely impossible to get things accomplished okay like a recovery from a heartbreak if you think that you should be heartbroken for four hours and you should move on that's not realistic that's unrealistic so understanding that things are going to take some time understanding that while you're going through that time you're also healing yourself you're also making yourself a better human for the others around you and for a potential new partner in the future as well number seven positivity does help yes of course positivity helps in all areas of your life but there is negativity there is white and black there is light and dark for a reason You have to have positivity to understand that negativity sucks and you have to have negativity to appreciate the positive 
times. So you should purposely focus on the positive. The American Psychology or Psychology Association claims doing this while reducing and getting away from the negative parts of the relationship can help improve recovery, of course. Number six, journaling purges negativity. During a heartbreak, keeping a journal uh, daily by writing out your feelings and thoughts can remove negative emotions and become a powerful recovery tool. Yes, I will agree. During a study, participants who spent 15 to 30 minutes a day writing down the positive aspects of the breakup said that they had more positive feelings about the breakup. Right. I mean, my the whole thing is you don't ever want to hate the human, right? I mean, in some cases, there are disgusting people out there who are mentally, physically, and emotionally abusers. Um, I still say you shouldn't hate. Having hate in your heart is only going to affect you. Um... But at one point, you did love this person. You did want to be with this person. So that's something that you need to remember. And it's not its not romanticizing it necessarily. I mean, you can go down that road and forget all the bad shit that they've done to you. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about understanding that they're human. And they fuck up, right? Or you fuck up, you know? Number five, be part of a breakup recovery study. Being a lab rat... For a study and researchers might be the last thing you'd want to do while your heart is broken, but it might just help. A study published um, found that people who participate in breakup recovery studies actually recover faster from heartbreak than people who don't. Interesting. I don't think I would do that. Uh, But just because I'm older and wiser, and I think uh, just from this last one that I went through, I think I've been dealing with it pretty well. All right, number four, talking about it helps. Now, this is, uh, yes, okay, it does. Talking, there is a such thing as talking about it too much. Um, that old saying, what you think about, you bring about. And if you're only talking about this breakup, this heartbreak, that's the long, that's going to make it last longer for sure. And you might even step into hatred and negative feelings and and wanting revenge. Or on the opposite of that, you might romanticize um, the situation. So just be very careful with that. You know, there's no way to get around it, though. I mean, you are going to want to talk about it. um, But looking inside or trying to power through it yourself just means that it will fester there if you don't get it out. So, you know... Again, guys, balance, being realistic. You can't keep it all in because then you're just numbing from it and you can't just dwell on it either. Number three, don't play the what if game. (laughs) Exactly what I was talking about, romanticizing. After a breakup, it's common to think it was all your fault and play a game where you wonder what might have happened if you had done something different. The past is the past for a reason, guys. If it didn't happen, then it wasn't supposed to. And yes, maybe it wasn't supposed to happen then, but it didn't happen, and it didn't happen for a reason. Number two, heartbreak might linger into another marriage or relationship. Yes. About two-thirds of men and women admitted their ex was on their mind too much, even though they were married to someone else. So if you don't fully recover and heal, the heartbreak could linger into the other relationship, causing more problems. I mean, that's just like common sense, guys. I, uh, 
I'll share with you that I I took myself off the market uh, very recently when I was going through this this uh, heartbreak or this broken heart moment or experience because it's not fair to anyone trying to date me if I'm going through something or or feeling something for someone you know and I'm not emotionally available and I have to you know admit that first and I have to heal that and I have to understand and have sympathy and care for the other person you know or other people involved so I definitely did not make dating and relating a priority in my life because I had something going on that wouldn't have been fair to me to bring into something else and finally number one rebounds are real It's not a Hollywood invention, according to researchers at the University of Missouri. One uh, third of college students that recently had a breakup had sex to rebound from the breakup. People who are dumped are even more likely to have it. Yeah, I mean, this is what I was just saying about people who seem to move on, quote unquote, quicker. Um, it's, it's just because as humans, and I'm not going to pick on you guys, but I have to say this, men, you guys tend to do this way more than women do. You move on to the next one very quickly and you're nine times out of 10, you are not over the breakup. So not to say that there needs to be years, um, in between relationships, but if you're thinking about this now here just look at it this way if you're thinking about your ex constantly you cannot get them off your mind why would you want to date someone else why would you want to be in a relationship with someone else that seems like agony to me that seems like torture and that was what's going on this person was on my mind and i didn't think that it would be fair for me to date someone while i have someone else in my mind that's just it just doesn't seem right you know and that i don't want to start something with that energy because it is not going to benefit the new relationship so keep that in mind guys i know this episode has been very long but i hope something has helped in here um if you guys have any things that you've done in the past or you know recently that have helped Um, you in recovery of a broken heart please join the conversation at media.collectiveculture at gmail down below and before I let you guys go I want to give you a book recommendation like I promised at the beginning of this episode and it's I haven't read it yet but I've I've known about this book for a long time and I've been wanting to read it so uh I'll give you an update when I'm done reading it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it. And I'll just read the back uh, to you. Many people dream of escaping modern life, but most will never set on it. Yet in 1986, 20-year-old Christopher Knight drove into rural Maine, abandoned, abandoned, abandoned his car, and disappeared into the woods. He would not have a conversation with another person for the next 20 seven years yes there was there's another paragraph but that's all i want to read the book is called the stranger in the woods 
the extraordinary story of the last true hermit and this is written by michael finkel uh so i will i'll link uh the book in the description below and on any of my social media platforms but i'm very interested in reading this i've heard about this book uh for a long time um so you guys should check that out if that's something you're into and if you are dealing with any kind of heartbreak or loss or any kind of sadness you're just human you're human and we really should try to find the humanity in our quote-unquote bad days and crying feels good sometimes it really does and if you're trying to numb that you're trying to be strong all the time you're not really living your life so i am sending you a big big hug i'm squeezing you so tight and until next time guys <laughs>